This podcast is sponsored in part by Benjamin Hart. That's me. And yours truly, Zach Arnold. And by participation from listeners like you. So let's tune in to another episode of IPC. 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 The Intergalactic Peace Coalition Podcast. All the galaxies. All for you. What's up, everybody? This is an historic occasion here on Fandom Empire. The very first live broadcast of the Intergalactic Peace Coalition podcast. We have done done some audio streams on our Facebook page before. We did one little broadcast called IPCNN at one point. That did not go very well. But this is a, a huge moment for our history not only are we celebrating our seventh anniversary tonight but we are also having our first live i say huge thank you to sean and everybody at the phantom empire team for welcoming us to this channel and to this broadcast it's exciting this is a really big thing for us and we're excited to be here you have heard our audio voices for several years past and you're finally seeing our faces so for those of you who are Phantom Empire regulars and maybe recognize me from Phantom News Now. I am Zach, and joining me is my good friend, my longtime co-host here at the Intergalactic Peace Coalition. Uh, you get to see his face now. It's Mr. Ben Hart. How's it going, guys? My goodness. Long time coming. I am thrilled to be here on the IPC podcast and, of course, Phantom Empire. Thanks for having us, guys. And, uh, yeah, this is weird and amazing there's all kinds of emotions now doing right. this um and also seeing myself and knowing that other people can see me um i had to comb my hair before i got on air i don't usually do that before podcasting all right that doesn't usually happen i don't have to worry about my looks i could do it naked if i want to i'm not saying i've done that before <laughs> but i could if i wanted to not anymore that liberty has been stripped away from me i have to do this clothes now but uh yeah we have a lot to talk about seven years of podcasting Jeez, how did we do this? Dude, like, according to the show notes, this is episode 324 for our program. (laughs) The first one on Phantom Empire, which is why you see IPC podcast number one here on this uh, this episode. But it's actually like 300 plus for us, which is just incredible. But this show would not happen without our producer, Sean, the, the head man at Phantom Empire. Thank you again to him for putting this show on for us. I know that he's had a rough day and to, to be here helping us out with some of the technical side of things uh, is really, really important. We could not do it without him. So uh, thank you, Sean. We're going to hear from you in just a little bit when we get to a really cool discussion that we've got. But um, there, there's just a lot that's happening to the IPC. And for people who are new to the show, who are who are new to what the Intergalactic Peace Coalition is about, we literally cover everything. And like you heard in the intro music, we are all the galaxies, all for you. Absolutely. So we literally cover everything, every possible contingency, every galaxy, every universe, every fandom. Uh, we started way back seven years ago when there was like a, another side of our fandom that we wanted to express outside of Star Wars. Obviously, Star Wars is the thing that brought us together. Ben hosts the uh, Star Wars Underworld podcast. He founded the Star Wars Underworld Facebook page. Um, 
So Star Wars was kind of how we became friends. But yeah. this podcast, Ben, more or less spawned from the idea that, hey, there's other stuff out there worth talking about, too. There's so many things to talk about. And we've talked about them. Like, we were we were going over, like, we were reminiscing right before the show. Like, what have we talked about? And I was just, like, naming things, like, off and off and off. I'm like, wow, we've covered a lot of stuff over the years. Like, you know, 324 episodes. That's a lot. Um, some things we've covered twice, which is crazy. Um, but, you know, some things are just that awesome. And, uh, yes, we talked about Star Wars. We also love Marvel. We adopt DC. You know, there's there's almost no limits to what this show is capable of, of discussing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and hopefully now, um, you know, we've got a new audience now. Thank you, guys. If you're joining us for the first time, amazing. Glad to have you. And hopefully we'll will be the show that you need us to be. And, you know, also, you know, guys, let us know what you want to talk about because we're, we're kind of open to anything. We will talk about anything um, except so, horror movies, all right? I, oh. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a big horror movie fan. I know it's a big thing on Fandom Empire. I'm just not a horror movie person. I'm sorry. I'm a big wimp. Well, luckily, Phantom Empire Live, which airs twice a week, covers a lot of stuff in the horror genre. Um, they actually did a video earlier today talking about Halloween Kills and the new image that released. And we'll get to that in just a little bit because Sean had a lot of thoughts on that. And obviously, we want to hear those thoughts from him. Um, there is a rated program that has technically been a part of Phantom Empire um, since Phantom Empire pretty much started. And we just haven't had the time to be able to do it all that much. And there is a program called RIPC out there that yep. if you want to yep. hear the Peace Guys talking about R-rated content, horror movies, terrible flicks, you know, like really cheap slasher films like Zombies and Lamageddon, then uh, that will definitely be the place for it. Uh, and you should know there are a lot of regulars at Phantom Empire that tune into just about everything, and a lot of them are with us tonight. Toronto yeah. Freddy is our chat mods and he is here for pretty much every episode we always appreciate him showing up and showing out uh jade obviously we know the lovely mama jade who is uh getting ready for baby number two right now congratulations to her sean that is awesome uh francisco has joined us from regularly over uh, with uh, with our previous host, 1138. He's joining us here on YouTube. Thank you to him. Cat73 is here. I think Melissa said she was going to show up a little bit later. So, you know, there's a really great blend of, like, old school meets new school here uh, for tonight's broadcast. So we appreciate everyone for being here. A little fun fact, though. When we do our anniversary episodes, IPC is very known for doing giveaways. And tonight is no different. This is a big time giveaway night and we're doing it in a lot of different ways and we're out some really kick-ass prizes um there's one that is like specifically ipc themed there is one that is actually ipc swag there is something that is barbecue related because every episode we have a segment called barbecue watch at the end of the show (laughs) and we've also got like a really cool um Star Wars themed giveaway because there's a lot of people that really like Star Wars. I know there's a lot of horror. For some reason. But for some reason, you know, Star Wars is a really big thing. And we are going to be talking about the Bad Batch tonight as well. Absolutely. So giveaways and some nostalgia. And we do this thing on our show called Top Fives. We're actually going to be listing some of our top fives to kind of introduce ourselves to the new audience. People who, you know, maybe don't know what our interests are or what our likes and likes are. In my opinion, there are very few ways to get to know somebody better 
than asking them something like their top five ice cream flavors, their, their top five favorite movies. Uh, and those are those are some of the things we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about top five favorite movies and top five favorite TV shows. And we're going to bring Sean on for that as well to do like a comparison thing and see how everybody at Phantom Empire shakes out with those opinions. But here's how we're going to be doing these giveaways, folks. So pay attention. We're doing different giveaways based on the different um, engagement that we get here in the chat, the engagement that we get on uh, you know, financial support, that kind of thing. The biggest giveaway that we're doing is to people who subscribe to our Patreon. For yeah. those of us listening to IPC for a long time, they have been asking, asking, asking for a Patreon, and we finally freaking got one. It, it took a lot of arm twisting and finesse figuring out but we had been using a patron system for where our podcast had been coming from podbean and it just really wasn't working out the way that we hoped so at the beginning of the year we sat down and we were like we're going to do a patreon and you know what we finally did it so that's going to be one of the ways that we're doing giveaways is on the on the patreon people who join uh with us on the podcast will be entered to be a part of that giveaway we're also going to be doing one for Super Chats. So if you don't feel like going to the Patreon, but you still want to want to support the program, then uh, we're going to be doing a raffle for the first five people that submit a Super Chat. So the first five Super Chats at any amount, any amount, you can send in a 99-cent Super Chat. doesn't matter. The first five people to submit a Super Chat are going to be entered for a raffle to, uh, to another one. And then we're also be doing a raffle for people who follow us on Twitter and tag their dinner photo. I know we're being very specific, but we have <laughs> we have a hashtag that we use called hashtag BBQ Watch. You see it right there on the lower third. So use the hashtag BBQ Watch and go tag at IPC Podcast on Twitter. You're also entered for another raffle. So there are tons of different ways that you can win stuff on tonight's broadcast. But you got to make sure that you got five people doing it because we do a lot of top five stuff here on this program. Ben, I, yeah, go ahead. Well, I, 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 I was just going to ask you, out of the top fives that we've done, which one do you remember the most? Like, which which one has been the fun one to do? Man, we've done a lot, and like, it, like for us, it's a relatively new concept. <laughs> like, but like. That's like that's within the last like five years. Dude, we've been doing it like since at least 2017, 2018, something like that. And it's 2021, dude. Come on. It's I not know. New but like, like it was like we did the show for a long time and then we came up for top five. That was like a new concept. And uh, now it's like really old now and it's old news and it's amazing. And but like there's been so many of them. So many of them. We've got top five. I think maybe one of my favorites was top five duos. Because yeah. I I just got reminded of that one back there. And I love Woody and Timon and Pumba And yeah, I yeah, yeah. That just one. just a lot of different ones. And, you know, I love the ones that kind of were kind of thinking outside the box and doing different stuff. And, you know, we did top five Clone Wars episodes and arcs, I think. One we point. Did. 
Yeah, um, we because we love the Clone Wars on this show, and we're going to talk about our love for Clone Wars a little bit later in the show, obviously. And, you know, top five – and one that I'm missing now is our top five most anticipated movies of blank year. Yep, yep. that was we, always a great one because we would ask people on social media – for what movies they were looking forward to the most. And then that would give us a really great idea on what to expect, you know, like what kind of things do we need to talk about on this program? And they would literally tell us, and then we would make sure to watch those so that we could talk about it uh, on the program. So yeah, the, the most anticipated one was always a favorite of mine. And then COVID-19 happened. And well, I guess that we did, we did 20, we did most anticipated movies of 2020, Mm-hmm. I think, and then COVID happened, and I haven't seen most of the movies on my list. <laughs> and most of the movies that we talked about in that episode, still two years later. <laughs> yep, that's the thing. That is definitely a thing. But <gasps> we, we, we've done, like, top five action sequences, uh, top five favorite episodes of television, I think. We've done top five alien species or alien creatures, something like that. Uh, top five John Williams tracks. I think yes, that that John- might be my favorite. Because we would incredible. play snippets of that on the MP3 version, and so yeah. like we would we would definitely have a really good time with that as well. Uh, we've got our first super chat of oh, the evening. Oh, oh, oh. Toronto sends in a two dollar super chat. He says, "You can enter me." <laughs> that didn't come out right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Freddie. You could have said anything, and you said that. Thank Toronto you, Toronto Freddy. Freddy. We love you. Freddy is officially entered in the Super Chat giveaway. We need four more people to be part of the raffle, so send in your Super Chats before the evening is out, and then we will do raffle maybe towards the end of the episode. I see Chosen Nightwolf is in there uh, officially, and that is our friend George Rivera. Uh, we appreciate you showing up and showing out with us, George. You've been a longtime listener for years, man, and it's great to have you in the YouTube live chat. Got another one from Chad. Big shout outs to the new show yeah. and great to your guys' faces. Chad, thank you for the support, man. We appreciate that a lot. And we've got two people officially added to the list. I'm going to get a piece of paper out now because I might forget later. <laughs> but we've got Chad and Toronto Freddy officially part of what we're doing tonight. And a reminder, if you want to, you can also be entered for another raffle by going to the website that I am linking on this chat right now. Patreon.com slash IPC podcast. That's if brand you, new. We haven't even like announced that yet. That's brand new today. We announced it just today. Like it actually launched today. And if you go to the friends tier, that's like the middle tier. It goes everywhere from like three to twelve dollars. And if you go to the middle tier, then uh, and sign up for that one, then you will be entered into yet another potential raffle. And uh, so there's there's a lot of really cool stuff happening here. Uh, we've we've got the one on Twitter as well. If you want to be entered in that one, tag us at IPC Podcast with your most recent dinner picture. Most recent dinner picture at IPC podcast with the hashtag BBQ watch that you see in the lower third there. So there's three ways that you can be a part of the festivities. And we've got one more that's going to be an IPC themed trivia question that we're going to do later on in the evening as well. So, yeah, 
Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park, Marvel, DC, The 100, uh, Stranger Things, Toy Story, and just Pixar in general, uh, Firefly, Pirates of the Caribbean, Planet of the Apes, Back to the Future, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Spaceballs, Galaxy Quest. There's just about nothing that we have not (laughs) covered. You know what I mean? I know. It's crazy about how many different things that we have covered over the course of our career here with over 300 episodes of the Intergalactic Peace Coalition. And Ben, looking back on um on seven years like number one did you think we would get this far and number two like like how how have you not gotten sick of me after seven years well i was about to ask you the same thing um about me so uh, i think the feeling is mutual i think we are we are a duo we are maybe even you could call us an odd couple, but I think we found the perfect <laughs> match. Um, not to make this sound romantic or anything, but I think we I have a pretty darn well one. Definitely have a girlfriend. Yeah. Okay, you're taken. All right. So there's <laughs> nothing going on there. But uh, I mean, just I mean, I think it, it's funny how this kind of started, and I think this was kind of your doing. I kind of give the credit to you because I think you're the one that kind of came to me and went, "Hey, um, so you want to start a podcast?" And I'm like. Uh, hell yeah. Like, you know, talk about something other than Star Wars. I love talking about Star Wars. I still talk about Star Wars once a week on Star Wars on World Podcast. But getting an opportunity to talk about something else, I think, was so enticing to me. And doing something with you one-on-one, I think, was just great. And, you know, I... I don't know how well I knew you then, but like our friendship has blossomed and we are, you know, I think we have definitely bonded on this show better than I ever imagined. And the things we talked about and what we've done and where we've gone, because we've, we've obviously met up in person many, many times. And it's, and it's all because of the show and this amazing audience that we've had and all the fun and all the things that I've watched be they TV or movies that I never would have watched if I didn't have the excuse or been forced to watch them because of the show and all the all the the growth I've had as a human being because I learned so many things making this show over the past seven years um, from editing to hosting or whatever new things that I never would have picked up on because I was basically thrown into the deep end and, and had to figure it out for myself. And, you know, it was it was it's groundbreaking for me. And, you know, I owe you and IPC so much for so many things, so many amazing moments and the friendship that we have and the amazing memories that we've got. And we're making more memories tonight. We're continuing. It ain't stopping. We're, this is a new beginning for us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I think that's what's so cool and so exciting is even with the new every two weeks format, um, we're still finding new things to do and new things to talk about and new formats to talk about them on. You know, uh, when we switched to uh, every two weeks, some loyal listeners were kind of bummed and were like, man, I, like this is, this is really sad. I've been so right. used to listening to you guys every week, but now it ends up working because that schedule just ends up coinciding with the, uh, with the schedule uh, that, that uh, Phantom Empire had. And so it's, um, 
it's it's a really cool thing to to be able to make the stars align the way that it has. Uh, Chris Siegel says, excited for your YouTube debut. Congrats on seven. Sent in a $2 super chat. Uh, I think we would be remiss if we didn't talk about Chris and Channel 1138 briefly. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, I know that we're on platform now but i don't think ipc would exist without chris's willingness to bring us aboard i had been on all of two podcasts before i started <laughs> ipc and if you go back yeah. and listen yeah. to episode one you can definitely tell that i had never really hosted a podcast before because it sounds god-awful <laughs> and uh the evolution that we experienced uh over on that station has helped prepare us for what we're doing now, which is really cool. So, uh, Chris, thank you for the support. Thank you for the encouragement. And thank you for helping IPC blossom to what it is today. Yeah, and I think I said something along the lines last week, but I'll, I'll, I'll gladly repeat myself, especially since Chris is here. Um, thank you, Chris, because literally, like, I don't think this show would, like you're saying, exist without, like, Chris doing everything he did with Channel 1138 and basically spurring us on and giving us a platform because it does take a lot to get a podcast running, even if it's just a podcast. Mm -hmm. um, it takes a lot to get this running, I tell you that much. Um, um, Sean is working. Sean is a miracle worker making this happen. Um, but like <laughs> – He's not gonna. He's not gonna brag on himself, but I'll brag on him a little bit. He is expecting child number two. He is in the middle of a country that is riddled with COVID. He is doing all kinds of stuff here on the channel, trying to to make things work. And like he was sending me updates, like play by play updates today on how today was going, and it sounded like just an absolute crap show. And yet somehow he managed, so he managed to bring everything together and put us on the air. So. Yeah, that dude is a rock star, and we're going to get to hear from that rock star in just a little bit here when we talk about our top five movies and our top five uh, TV shows. There's a lot of hype being built in the chat right now, which is awesome, because, yeah, if you guys want to talk about um, talk about your five favorite movies and we've got the time, we'll definitely read them off. That's one of the cool things about doing something live like this is uh, we, we get to, to look at your lists as it happens. And uh, most of the time we have to ask for them on social media and then talk about them after the fact. Um, so to, to have that like in the moment is actually going to be a, a new experience and it's going to be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to that and so much more. A reminder to go hit up our Patreon, patreon.com slash IPC podcast. If you become one of the other four people to subscribe to that um, Patreon at friend level tier uh let me see what it's called i'm going to find it exactly and give you the exact wording um let me see i don't want that let me see what we've got here the it never gives you what you want right no it never does it never it never shows you exactly what you need it to say um so here here are the items we've got the peacekeeper core for three dollars per month which really isn't a lot that's like one less trip to starbucks per month um so three bucks per month gets you into an exclusive group that gives scheduling announcements, uh, gives you like some exclusive access to the two of us so that you know uh, exactly what to expect and what our thoughts are on certain movies and arcs and stuff that we may not get a chance to talk about since the show is only every two weeks. That's a new exclusive group that is launching today. So if you go sign up at the Peacekeeper Core level, 
you get to be a part of that. And then there's this other level called Top 5 Fan, which is only $5 a month. And every time we discuss Top 5s, we're going to ask people to send in their lists of five. If you are a Top 5 Fan subscriber, you get top billing, which means no matter how busy or how full those Top 5 lists get, you are guaranteed to have your top five read on this program. So that is a really cool feature that you can get for just five bucks a month. And pretty much every month we're going to bring some kind of a top five function. So it, it's definitely something that is an investment of your time. Shout out friend gives you all the benefits of peacekeeper and top five with the added benefit of hearing a shout out of your name every episode. So right now, our first shout-out friend is Joey Mays. Shout-out to Joey for being a supporter of the podcast. If you want to be a shout-out friend, then there is a tier for that as well. Now, RIPC is one that's going to be a little bit more infrequent, but we're hoping to do one around once a month, provided everybody's schedules line up. And if you become an RIPC sponsor for 10 bucks a month, then you can be on if your schedule allows, we'll bring you on to talk about some R-rated film or maybe just a terrible crap flick like the stuff that I like to watch. <laughs> and you'll also get the top five billing. You'll also get the shout out. You'll also get access to the Peacekeeper course. So it's kind of stacked on stacked on stacked. So if you go to just three, that's great. If you go to five, you get the benefit of five and three. If you go to seven, you get the benefits of seven, five, and three. Does that make sense? I'm yeah. hoping it does. <laughs> so... Patreon.com slash IPC podcast. Brand new, just launched today. Definitely go check it out. And if you sign up on that friend, the shout out friend tier, you'll be part of one of the five people that are uh, entered into a raffle that we are doing tonight. So we've got three people that have submitted their uh, entry to the raffle for the super chat prize. We still need two more super chats for the raffle to be complete. Send in chat any amount and you'll be for an ipc prize that we're doing to celebrate our seventh anniversary now ben one of the other elements that we do on this show we're going to do it towards the end but i'm going to bring it up really briefly here is barbecue watch one of the raffles that we're going to do is going to be something barbecue related as long yeah. as people go on social media and tag us with the hashtag bbq watch tell, tell us a little barbecue watch and how it got started and why a fandom podcast would talk about barbecue in the first place yeah it is kind of strange if you think about it it's so normal to us to like yeah yeah we're talking about barbecue on a sci-fi podcast like just you know normal thing but to anyone especially you guys at fandom empire who are maybe unfamiliar with ipc you may be thinking uh what the hell guys um so here I'll I'll tell you the the abridged version. Um, so where I am right now, I am actually in a barbecue restaurant. Okay, so for my family, for twenty two years now going on, um, have operated, owned and operated a barbecue restaurant where I work. It's where it's basically my main source of income. It's the reason the IPC podcast and the SWU like it's it spawned everything basically. It's where I do all my stuff. And so we thought, hey, Zach, he's over in Texas. They love their barbecue. They're very proud of that. They got some fantastic barbecue over in Texas, and it's it's really big too because everything's bigger in Texas. You've heard. And 
also, you know, I'm passionate about barbecue because it literally keeps me alive and I eat it like a lot. Like I literally just ate some today. Like it's literally every day. Um, so like that's how that came about. So basically like, hey, let's just work it into the show. Let's make a segment where we just talk about barbecue. And yes, we talk about every facet of barbecue. So I'll give you a preview of what we're going to talk about tonight, Uh-oh. and I will be leading the discussion. I was just on vacation. Last week we were off, and I was off. I was out of town, and I ate barbecue not once, not twice, but three times, I think. I think if I'm counting correctly, three times on vacation, and I'm going to try to remember the best I can of what I ate and talk about it on this night, tonight's Barbecue Watch. That's awesome. Uh, Fat Pat just sent us a, a chat saying, I'm a chef, just left the bar. Uh, Fat Pat, I bet you have some really great recipes and some really great stories. So oh, ho- yes. Hopefully you can contribute some of that stuff uh, when we get to that segment tonight. Because, yeah, there's definitely a lot of barbecue to go around in Texas. But ironically, Texas, as an entire state, didn't even make it into the top five regions for highest rated barbecue and it's it's crazy i don't understand it i I, it's a it's an analysis of TripAdvisor that talks about the uh highest reviewed barbecue restaurants by chefspencil.com and like number 10 if if i can uh wow i don't even see number 10 where is number 10 i see number nine is miami number Eight is oh, there's two nines. Nine Miami, nine Newark. Eight what? is yeah, Newark, New Jersey is in the top top ten with four point one eight stars. That's St. Louis, which is respectable. That is definitely deserved. Um, seven is Seattle, Washington. Okay, hail to the no, hail to the no. There is no way Seattle, Washington has any better barbecue than anywhere in texas columbus ohio is number six according to this and then there's like a tie for third place between charlotte and virginia beach the carolinas i can see with carolina style sauce and barbecue but virginia beach what the hell (sighs) then uh number three also is wichita kansas and get this number two is oklahoma oklahoma city barbecue i don't think oklahoma's ever really been known uh for any of 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 their barbecue before no and then any guesses where number one is the the highest barbecue per trip advisor um i know you told me i can't remember so just go ahead (laughs) new orleans new orleans the, the, the capital of Cajun food the capital in the world and you food. give it you give it barbecue what it's it's yeah, also also notice the emissions in this list no Memphis no Kansas City no South Carolina like right. like what are you what are you smoking it's not barbecue I tell you that much it's it's ridiculous it's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I don't agree with anything on that list, and it's just – it's stupid. There are people using the, the hashtag BBQ Watch over on Twitter. I say we go ahead 
didn't enter the folks anyways because they're supporting the channel. Uh, Mama Jade used the hashtag. Uh, Chris has been plugging the stuff for us, uh, letting folks know about the show. Uh, I'm willing to to let those go ahead and go in and, and enter them in the raffle if you are. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. fine to me. So, so Jade and Chris are now entered in the barbecue-themed raffle that we've got here. i got to make sure that I'm separating these things because I don't want to get... Um, I don't. I want to get the raffles mixed up. So we've got three out of the five super chats that we needed. Go ahead and send in a couple more if you want to be entered into a giveaway for tonight. Any amount, any amount of super chat. Just support the show tonight, and you could end up with a prize that is worth way more than the two or three bucks that you send in. So, so, uh, thank you to everybody that has supported so far, and uh, thanks for using the hashtag over on Twitter. Hashtag BBQ Watch. Uh, over on the socials, and we will enter you for a raffle there as well. Um, ben, mm-hmm. do you have any memories of the first episode? Now, don't say the date because that is part that is part of of the icy themed trivia. But do you remember seven years ago when we did our very first episode? Um, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't think I have any memories of that. I remember it being very awkward and I was very bad at this and I don't know what we talked about. Um, It was a show and I wouldn't recommend anyone listen to it Um, just for the record. Um, It exists. It's out there somewhere. Um, But you know, I'm not going to listen to it. You can knock yourself out if you want to. I won't recommend it. If, but i i would be I would be interested to know like what we talked about and like what was on that episode because I genuinely cannot like I'm racking my brain like thinking about what, do I have memories of that? I don't think I do. If I recall correctly, we were going to like I think we just ended up recording our collaboration session and then. One of us thought that was the episode, and so we ended up just taking that, that collaboration about the vision casting that we had, the things that we wanted to talk about, but we didn't end up actually talking about anything. So it was like a Seinfeld episode of a podcast. It was a <laughs> podcast. We didn't talk about anything, and yet we still ended up doing a podcast episode. And back in that day, we pre-recorded, so we recorded it like on a Wednesday and then like distributed it on a Saturday. Um, so like. It was, it was, it was pretty crazy, but um, yeah, that's that's really the only memory I have of episode one, and we our super chat contribution from a longtime friend of Phantom Empire. He's been on the show. He's on the staff. Uh, Kieran sends in a five dollar Canadian chat that says, "Talk about Leprechaun for one minute, dude. You're killing me, Smalls. I mean." That's, okay, okay, we're like, talking about Leprechaun the movie, right? We're talking about Leprechaun the movie, and we have to talk about it for one minute, which is about 59 seconds longer than I care to talk about it. I, I mean, but, I've never seen it. I've only seen, like, the creepy, like, clips from it. I think Warwick Davis from Star Wars is in it, I think. All right, I don't know if you can see my phone. You probably can't because the filter is blocking it, but I'm setting the the timer 
one minute, and when it goes <laughs> off, I'm done with it. But, yeah, Toronto Freddy says they have literally 60 seconds and go. Uh, I, I do recall seeing some of Leprechaun 3, and let me tell you why. Because in my hometown of Arlington, Texas, there is a bar, a, a actual bar. It has nothing to do with leprechauns. But every freaking time that I went to this bar, there was a leprechaun movie playing on the TV screens. And that <laughs> the only consumption of leprechaun that I've ever had is when I would go to this bar with my girlfriend and they would have karaoke night. They would have like a nice outdoor porch and stuff. But literally every time I went to this bar, there a leprechaun movie playing and sometimes it was the same movie that i saw the last time i went and it it looked like a complete crap show i have no doubt that it is but unfortunately kieran as you can hear my time is up yeah oh yeah thank you kieran <laughs> for your contribution you are officially entered in the super chat raffle we still have room for one more super chat to um to to contribute to that, that raffle, we still have a couple more spaces for the barbecue watch raffle. I'm following social mm -hmm. media pretty intently. Use the hashtag BBQ watch to be entered in a barbecue themed raffle and go to patreon.com slash IPC podcast to become a patron and get entered for yet another raffle. There's currently only one patron on that Patreon and he's been a longtime supporter of the show. And damn it, if Joey Mays isn't going to get the prize, if nobody else signs up because he has been a huge supporter of our show for so, so long. But, um, yeah, go sign up over at patreon.com slash IPC podcast. And thanks to everyone who's been a part of the show so far this evening. We really know there's been a lot of really active chats going on. I'm trying to keep up with it as best I can. Um, but, I mean, goodness gracious, there's so yeah. many active people, dude. Can you remember the crazy. last time we had at this active <laughs> I, I'm not sure we've ever had a chat this active. Like, it's crazy. I love it. I love seeing it. Oh, so... I'll get myself too distracted, and I won't be able to talk if I try to read every single comment, which sucks. Um, But, uh, yeah, thanks, guys, for being here. Dang. It's, it's really cool. So uh, while we get ready for our top fives, you guys can go ahead and start submitting your top, top five movies it would help if you sent it in as a super chat because we're going to get lost in these chats and if you send it as a super it stands out to us a lot better so and also you get a you get a you get a thing you know you get a, a raffle right thing, so first to send in a super chat with your top five favorite movies is also entered for the raffle for a giveaway so yeah it's a win-win situation so send us those top fives for your favorite movies as we get ready to talk about ours and as we do it uh, I guess it's time that we bring in the third member of our team, the guy who's been hosting stuff behind the scenes, sending stuff, stuff into the chat. Uh, he's got control over how we uh, do our transitions in the scenes, so I hope he's still here with us. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please help us welcome our friend, our producer, the host of Phantom Empire. It's Sean Giroux. Dude, welcome to the inaugural episode of IPC on Phantom Empire. Thank you again so much for having us. Uh, thank you for being here. It's it's a blast. And uh, seeing Chris in the chat and uh, Stephen Schinder and some other old faces, it, I feel like it's back to the future tonight. And, uh, loving it. 
or less. <laughs> There's a little bit of a throwback, a little bit of nostalgia to it, if you will. But you know, it's cool that people like like Stephen and and George and Francisco was here at the top of the. Show show i don't know and stay up for the whole program he goes to bed kind of early but yeah there's been some familiar faces from the intergalactic peace hangout formerly peacekeeper core that are uh, hanging out with us tonight along with a lot of regulars from phantom empire and uh yeah we we appreciate it a lot now ben mentioned earlier in the show um that you know horror flicks weren't really his thing but lucky for us that's pretty much how Phantom Empire got started. There's a lot of other fandoms that get covered, but the primary thing around here is horror and slasher. So I think it kind of works out pretty well. You guys cover all that, and we try and cover as much everything else we can. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Uh, started off, you know, doing the Star Wars thing for a while and still mm-hmm. talk Star Wars. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I had a, like, passion for horror that I didn't think that I could express elsewhere. And uh, so we came here and it's been fun, but to see a good blend of that and uh, what you guys got going on here, I think uh, it really brings the channel full circle. I think so. And it also helps that we've got like a very different color scheme. It really helps us kind of differentiate ourselves from the stuff that FE does. There's a lot of reds and oranges there. And we got a lot of teals and blues going on tonight. Of course I got like an orange, Whataburger hat on. I don't know if you guys can see it, but this is themed after my favorite restaurant, <laughs> and it has the state of Texas outline in the design. So That's yeah, amazing. I'm sporting some orange because I'm I'm sporting my home state here. So Whataburger forever. Um, but you actually did some uh, horror film coverage earlier today before uh, IPC even debuted and so you're you're super active with the patreon shows that you're doing the twice weekly phantom empire live shows people are asking where's the goddamn poster he puts it up in front of the in front of the camera there it's a hand-drawn poster a beautiful <laughs> piece of artwork that i need to get blown up and put on as my, my screensaver for my phone because it's freaking hilarious but dude uh we're, we're getting a lot of the fives in but before that i just want to hear your thoughts again on the image that was released and keep in mind that we try and keep this show as close to pg-13 as we possibly can but i know that you had some very very strong visceral reactions to uh empire magazine's photo drop earlier today uh yeah i mean to be blunt it sucked (laughs) I, i i don't know any other way to put it uh, I know the popular thing is we're supposed to come on here and be like, it's the new image of, you know, ha- Halloween movie that we've been talking about for two years. The same way a Star Wars podcast would be all over a new Star Wars image that they've been waiting for. And it just wasn't any good. It was terrible. It uh, just. I didn't like any part of it, and I know I wasn't alone in that, so I didn't feel completely at loss being uh, the only guy to express that, other people did too, but it's an image. Let's wait for a poster. Let's wait for a trailer. It's an image. An image isn't going to make a movie good or bad. How how mad are you going to be if that image somehow gets incorporated in the poster? I actually wouldn't be surprised if it's very close to that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. Like Just based on on how close to the chest they've been keeping things and and how little they they want to get out i know that you have read the script like you know what's going to happen 
but just based on how little they've revealed up to this point, I don't think it would be surprising to find that this movie has very, very little revealed before the movie so that people are compelled to actually see the entire film and and not feel like they got spoiled from what they saw online previously. Yeah, I think if like you're not someone that's reading spoilers or looking at any of that stuff and you've stayed away from that and you've seen the film back in 2018, I think you're going to be absolutely blown away by it. Obviously, you'll be less blown away uh, if you uh, know spoilers, but that's to say any film, you know. Yeah, that's true. If if anybody knew Han Solo was dying in The Force Awakens, and I'm pretty sure all of us did here before seeing it, it's not as impactful, right? Right. Um, But, yeah. Go ahead, Ben. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was was just... I'm... I'm just looking at this going like, oh, hey, I didn't realize uh, William Shatner was in this. He looks a lot better than I remembered. <laughs> uh, William Shatner I love does, you, Shat. I love you, Shat. William Shatner does show up in one of my favorite slasher films, but it's not Halloween. It's, uh, it's something called A Christmas Horror Story. And it's another <laughs> one of those B-flick horror films. This is so terrible. You, you end up having to love it. But uh, I, I do I find it those. really interesting that uh, that you have those um, those types of, of little tidbits that are incorporated into a film. Because, you know, the first Halloween movie came in the 70s. And so that was, you know, right after some of the popularity of the OG Star Trek in the in the late 60s. And yeah. so, you know, they were kind of harnessing on that and, and ended up making it something that was a completely different dynamic and yet also somehow recognizable which I thought was was really, really interesting. Uh, Sean had to step away for a second, but I think we're going to go ahead and get into uh, our top fives, and we'll bring him in to list his five in a second. We got some uh, in the chat, actually, if you want me to read them off real quick. Let's, let's read off the ones from the chat while Sean steps away and then, and then comes back to us in a second here, because there are some really great lists here, and there are people who are sending stuff in, and it's still coming, which is really cool. So... <laughs> I want to make sure that I don't miss anyone. I think the first list that we got was from Melissa, who yes. said Batman with Michael Keaton at number five, Beetlejuice at number four, Roadhouse at three, Breakfast Club at two, and at number one is Halloween. Oh, uh, not a whole lot of surprises there, at least from what I know about Melissa, but it's a great list, Melissa. Thank you for sending that in. Oh, that's great. And uh, next we've got Toronto Freddy, who says, uh, number five, UHF. What's UHF? Somebody tell me. Got me. (laughs) Toronto Freddy, (laughs) you got to clarify that real quick. Um, Number four, Batman 89. Number three, uh, Human Traffic. Number two, Halloween 78. And number one, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Three, Dream Warriors. I didn't know that was a thing whole nightmare on elm street franchise which is uh, a lot bigger than i expected it to be and yet uh it's still very prevalent and there's like a cult following and that's something we're definitely going to find the more we dive into the uh the phantom empire fandom there's a lot of people that see some of those uh slasher films that are just like oh that that one is not very critically acclaimed but it's one that i really love which is basically how i feel about zombies so we get along pretty well i think (laughs) Um, Michael Bish, he made his debut on Phantom Empire Live uh, last night, I believe. Uh, 
getting my names mixed up. I hope I'm not. Uh, he's got Home Alone at number five, The Shining at number four, The Dark Knight at number three, Halloween 78 at number two, and at number one, Back to the Future. Michael, we have discussed the Back to the Future franchise, and we have discussed Dark Knight twice. Uh, we've done Christmas movies before, but we haven't gotten around to Home Alone. Uh, I feel like we kind of need to now based on that list. Thanks for sending that in. I it's amazing that Home Alone doesn't get talked about like more and like I don't talk about it more because that movie is amazing. Like it is so incredible and like it is a instant classic um, it, Christmas movie or otherwise. Like it's so good. That is really, really cool. Uh, let's um, out here. Uh, oh, before we go to that, we've got a new patron. Uh, yes, we do. Chad Benty just became a top five patron. So where is Chad's list? Has he sent one into us yet? Um, it is somewhere. I thought I saw one in the chat from him, unless I missed it. Well, let's do let's dates while we while we've got it here. But since he is a top five patron, he, he's going to get billing on any future top five episodes that we do so even though there's a lot of really great live chats here if chad sends one in either beforehand or during the broadcast he gets top billing so uh let's see what we got here jay has uh (laughs) she says the princess bride at number one beetlejuice number two april fool's day at number three the shining at number four and then baby shark space adventure (laughs) just kidding (laughs) <laughs> somebody <laughs> watched a lot of <laughs> birds come out from our producer Sean something tells me that man is sick of hearing baby shark going to space but uh, the B movie is actually her number five and she says don't judge but Jade we do not judge over something like that not in the slightest so uh... we love zombies here all right if anyone's <laughs> going to be judged it's us for loving that movie oh man we need to do like dreamworks stuff though because like we we really we really should do um like a dreamworks okay. series with movie madagascar shrek how to train your dragon like that's something on the horizon folks i can guarantee it we're gonna have to do how to train your dragon arc at some point i haven't seen any of those i've heard they're amazing so obviously and obviously i've seen like all the shrek movies uh much to my chagrin but uh yeah Why don't you tell us, Kieran's, because the the next list on the on the stuff is actually one that's special to me. So uh, I'll I'll do the list after Kieran's. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kieran says number five, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Number four, The Dark Knight. Number three, The Fugitive. Great choice. Uh, number two, Lord of the Rings. And number one, The Big Lebowski. That's a that's a great list. That's a solid list, Kieran. Good that, one. That is a really good great list and diverse too i love how diverse that one is that's really um but yeah that that's a really great list kieran thank you and then this one here's here's why it's special because it's it's my girlfriend edna and uh she she was like on the fence about actually tuning in she knew it was a big day coming up but she also didn't like want to, to interfere with the big day and yet here she is in the chat contributing so thank you babe i appreciate you being a part of this day um at Number five, Coraline. We actually haven't watched that together yet. We need to watch that. Oh, my we God. We have seen Toy Story. Day three is uh, 28 Days Later. Number two is Step Brothers. We actually have watched that one, too. I got a funny story about Step Brothers, by the way. And then at number one, Back to the Future. 
Do we need to do like a revisited Back to the Future based on these lists, dude? That's the second time it showed up in people's top five. I freaking love Back to the Future, so I'm always game to watch it and talk about it. So, uh, yeah, guys, let us know if you want to hear like revisited discussions. Obviously, it's already on our feed. You can go listen to that discussion right now if you want to, but uh, it's always fun to just go back and you always – I forget what I say about these things and I forget what I thought, so it's always fun to revisit them. It is. It it really is. Uh, here's here's the the fun fact about Step Brother. We were watching that movie. I had never seen it before, and they do this part where the two of them are bonding, like verge of bonding. I'm sorry. Am I boring you? <laughs> Usually, I can yawn in peace and no one sees me. Now, I'm not gonna have to just do this anytime I want to yawn, like. Just step away and turn off the like, camera. That, doesn't, that means I get no sleep. It doesn't mean I'm bored, all right? Don't judge me. The man works all day and then podcasts in the evening. I, I know I know the <laughs> You lump. know that. You it. know that struggle. Oh, dude, I, I've broadcasted baseball games after a 10-hour workday before, so it's I, – I get it. I totally get it. Yeah, that's my side hustle, by the way. When I'm not doing the IPC podcast, I'm broadcasting for a high school team doing baseball and football so that is also something to maybe watch out for one day i could be a sports broadcaster who knows but like my comfort level behind a microphone was only grown and increased because of the stuff we do here on ipc so it's like a domino effect but going back to Step Brothers, real quick we were watching that movie i'd never seen it before and the the two main characters who are stepbrothers obviously um John C. Riley and uh, why am I blanking on his name? It's not Will Ferrell. I wanted to say Will. Smith. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> John C. Riley and Will Ferrell are bonding, and they 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 look into each other's eyes and they're like, "All right, we're gonna name the best dinosaur on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. And at the exact same time that they said it, I also. Velociraptor. <laughs> and you know that gif where it's like, did we just become best friends? I yep. knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it. It was that scene. It was that line. And she looked at me, Edna did, and was like, have you seen this before? And I was like, no, I swear to God, I haven't. But we just had similar interests. And so that that became like an instant classic for me just because of that line. It was it was so enjoyable. Um, <laughs> let's see, what have we got here? I think I think we actually got one from Chad, one of our top sponsors here. What mm-hmm. where, where we got? um Phantom Empire? Sean sent in his list. We'll come back to that after we circle back from Chad. Uh, five is the original Iron Man. At four, Captain America: Winter Soldier. At three, The Last Jedi. At two, Batman v Superman. We've actually discussed Batman v Superman on this show before. Twice. And at number one, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Wow, I think that's the newest movie on anyone's list tonight. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely one of the most recent ones. I mean, it came out like a month or a month and a half ago, and it's broken sense. up into parts because you could literally spend a week watching and dissecting this film in all its depth and glory. And also, uh, officially, we haven't had like a full episode devoted to that thing. So, 
So that's coming up. That's coming up. You guys can look forward to a full-on Justice League discussion in the near future. Definitely something to look forward to. Um, we're working on our schedule for what we're going to be doing next, but uh, that's definitely in the not-too-distant future. So be on the lookout for that. Um, we got... Uh, I'm assuming this list... Somebody else send in that list from Phantom Empire, because uh, I thought you were going to Yeah, I saw us. the Phantom Empire. I'm like, who is that? Who are you? Guys, like, um, don't know if this is if this is you or not. Um, uh, so Chris Siegel's in the chat. He's back. And he has. Thanks for hanging out, dude. Yeah. So he has uh, number five, Pulp Fiction. Number four, You've Got Mail. Number three, Mister Nobody. Number two, The Dark Knight. And number one, surprise, surprise, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. You know, he's got a big nostalgia trip for that, and I'd quite forgotten about that. Um, <laughs> but th- I, I don't I don't judge any of those at all. Pulp Fiction's a great film. The Dark Knight, uh, spoiler alert, probably going to show up in my top five. Uh, so that that's a, that's a really great list, dude. Thanks for sending that. Okay, Sean confirmed it was him in the chat. Oh, it was him. Okay. Uh, Cat73, one more list before we get to ours. At number five, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. At number four, Return of the Jedi. At number three, Empire Strikes Back. Number two, A New Hope. And at the top of the list is the original Halloween. No surprise there. There's a lot of Halloween fans on this channel. And we're going to do our best to talk about Halloween when we have the opportunity. But the best place to look for that will be over at RIPC. So be sure to to hit that up as well. Also, um, shout out to our good buddy, Chris Abbott, a.k.a. Star Raptor, who just showed up in the chat and says, Whoa, I can see your faces. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Wait, you can see my face, Chris. Oh. Uh, also, shout out to Star Raptor for being like an incredible friend and a good co-host because he's been helping us out recently. And he co-hosted like the past three episodes. <laughs> and uh, it was amazing. Like some of our best content, I think. Go check him out. I I was out of commission doing baseball stuff. My team ended up going to the playoffs, which was really cool, but uh, it ended up conflicting a lot of my Fridays, and Chris stepped up big time. Chris Abbott stepped up big time. So thank you to Star Raptor. Go see his channel if you want some really good movie and video game reviews. Uh, He's got some really good stuff there as well. Uh, Kieran says he's off to bed. I'll finish the episode thanks for joining us kieran we appreciate you supporting us and if you win the raffle i'll let you know tomorrow because he's one of the four people entered in the uh super chat raffle along with chad freddie and chris siegel we do have room for one more uh for that raffle there so be sure to uh to send in your super chats to be entered there Uh, i went ahead and put chad in the in the patron section because uh i just want to thank anybody that becomes a patron of the show so yeah um Joey became a patron earlier today. Chad is now a patron. If you want to be entered for a really big raffle, this is the biggest, most expensive giveaway we're doing tonight, then you've got to become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash IPC podcast. The link is in the third. Um, so go ahead and uh, hit us up there, and we'll enter you for what is going to be the biggest raffle of the night. I guarantee yeah. it. But there is yeah. a pretty big raffle for the Super Chats as well. So any amount counts. Any amount, it could be two, three, five bucks, doesn't matter, but any amount of a super chat will enter you in a raffle uh, for a really cool giveaway that we're doing to celebrate seven years 
the Intergalactic Peace Coalition podcast. Um, so Sean says that he he's he's going to stick to the producer role tonight. So I think it's best if we just go ahead and go into uh, our top fives after reading. He sent them in in the chat to contribute to what we're doing. Um, but he's uh, he's going to stick to being producer tonight, and I, I respect that. It's mm. it's been a long time for him. Uh, he's got he deserves a break. He's got Halloween four at at his fifth spot, The Dark Knight at number four, The Shining at number three, Revenge of the Sith at number two, and Empire Strikes Back at number one. Solid. Um, I I was not expecting Halloween four, but it also doesn't surprise know anything about sean so uh it, it doesn't it doesn't phase me it doesn't surprise me at all but um that's that's another really solid list and dude we're gonna have to have you back on the show uh when you're not having a headache and when you're not dealing with a whole crap storm of a day because uh you've always got some really great um hot takes <laughs> more or less um <laughs> About, we love about, hot takes. We got them. We got them ourselves sometimes. It's what, it's what makes a show really great. Uh, Flinner's a little late to the party, but says top five movies of all time. Close enough. Uh, we're doing top five favorite movies, but wanted to do the top five movies of all time. That's great. My list would be a little bit different from top five favorite movies versus top five all time movies, if that makes sense. Because like when you're doing favorite movies, there's a little bit of bias in there. But then when you're doing like the best movies, you're also kind of like, okay, this is unequivocally an amazing movie. It's just not one that's like a personal favorite of mine. You know what I mean? Right. So what we're going to be doing is doing our top five favorite movies. Woo, I got really pixelated there. I apologize. I don't know what's (laughs) happening to my face. Uh, I'm going to try and zoom in, see if I can center focus, focus, focus. Nope. I'm just going to be pixelated, apparently. I don't know what's going on. I'll step back. Did that. I just look fuzzy and further away now. So We can still hear you. That's an important. That's the important thing. If you're listening on iTunes and, and Google Play, it doesn't really matter how I look. Maybe I've been turning to look at the chat too much, and all of a sudden my face just looks like crap. And I will, and I will uh, say, because some people have, have uh, expressed concerns about like, oh, is this going to be like a YouTube show now? I'm going to have to watch like, no, no, no. We're still doing audio. You guys, if you've been listening, strictly just audio version, you're still going to get that in your feeds, just like normal, and we will try not to do too many things <laughs> that are, uh, that are uh, visual-based. Um, if, you, if you're listening to the show and you're just listening, uh, you'll st- you'll still find it enjoyable. We're just gonna we're, we're gonna lean into the you know the whole the video thing and, and do as much as we can with that. And uh, so yeah, it's been fun. I seem to be back and and maybe am a little less fuzzy now. Uh, thank you, Sean, for your efforts. Um, I'll I'll go ahead and lead off with my number five. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, if if, I, if I'm being very truthful, it's it's tough to do. Um, five in a particular sequence because all of these movies I love so much at number five it's going to be the uh, 1994 original Lion King movie that's number oh, five yeah, yeah. That, um, that would be my number five oh yeah um, for me it's going to be Toy Story that movie that's a man. Good list. that is a good list uh, I, I I love I love Toy Story, and I'm gonna stop moving around 
quite so much. Hopefully that helps things a little bit. But, uh, I, you know, I need to just put the chat, like, more in front of me so that I don't, I don't end up getting all messy. But uh, it, it's funny that we both picked animated films at our number five, but spoiler alert, there are no more animated films after this for me. At number four, the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I love the the music, the action, the comedy, the characters. Uh, it just it completely changed uh, action movies and and superhero movies for me as I knew it. And so, uh, Guardians will be number four for me. Yeah, um, I think my number four is gonna have to be an Indiana Jones movie. Because really? I love Indiana Jones. It better not be Indy 4. I'm hanging up on you right now if it's Indy 4. It's the one before that, all right? Last Crusade? The Last Crusade. Okay. Okay. I think, because, I, I, look, I love Raiders. It's fantastic, and I'll watch it any day of the week. But there's something about Last Crusade. That movie is just, it's incredible, and, like, it knows what it's doing. It's, like, Indy just, like, personified. It's so goofy and so funny and, you know. Yeah, it's just great. I I do enjoy the dynamic between him and his dad. The the two of them together, uh, Sean Connery and Harrison Ford, that's just an amazing one-two combo. If you told me that Sean Connery and Harrison Ford were in a movie together, it doesn't matter what the movie is, I'm freaking watching it, okay? <laughs> exactly. Guaranteed. Um, man, this is really, really tough because these last three are like favorite favorites of me. Uh, I have, um, I have the post all three of these movies hanging up on my, that's, that's how into these movies I am. But at number three, it's probably going to be the dark Knight. The dark Knight is, is one of my top three movies of all time. The, the cinema, the action, storytelling the pacing everything about it is just freaking brilliant and that would that would be my number three yeah yeah my number three is back to the future oh okay okay uh that that's that's funny i i wasn't expecting that to be uh on your list but i'm glad that it is because because reaffirms that we probably need to do a revisited of that there's been a lot of talk about it um in the chat and there's probably going to be a lot more to talk about it whenever we end up doing a revisit so hmm, be on the lookout for that folks we might end up talking about bttf now i'm looking forward to it yeah uh number two Ugh, this is tough it is really really tough like i'm looking at i'm looking at these going like i bet you can guess which one of the two I'm I'm looking at like it's a it's a coin flip honestly because these are like two of my favorite movies and two of the best movies of all time in my opinion and uh, at at number two I'm gonna have to go with Empire Strikes Back. Wow! It 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 bums me out, but in this moment, in this moment that I am having. Having right now, I am I am saying that I enjoy the other movie more than I've been enjoying Empire, and that's saying something because I freaking love Empire. But I'm freaking <laughs> enjoying this other movie a lot more for whatever reason. So, 
Yeah. That's a good list. That's good. That's good. I think that's a great choice. Um, my number two, it might might be surprising. I don't know, because I don't get a chance to talk about this movie very much, but I literally watch it all the time. It's Spider-Man Far From Home. Really? I, was, I can't get enough of that movie. I was not expecting that. but I, I, I like to be unexpected. Yeah, yeah, you're you're the surprising one. I'm not very surprising. For those of you that listen to IPC, you know what's coming next. You know what my number one's about to be. But tell me why Far From Home, as opposed to like other Spider-Man or even other Marvel movies. I, I half expected a Captain America movie to be higher ranked than Far From Home. Yeah, you would think that. You would think that. And, I mean, Captain America's up there. The Captain America trilogy is definitely up there. But, like, man, I could do a TED Talk. Like easy about like how Far From Home is the easily the best live action Spider-Man movie and one of the best superhero films and one of the best Marvel films of all time because um, it's incredible. Just the thing, and I I literally we would be here all night if you got me started. But like case in point, like it's just an amazing movie. Like I think it's generally one of the best of the MCU so far. And yeah, I think we might have to revisit that one too because. Uh, it's really great. I, I, it's, it's like comfort food for me, like comfort, comfort food for the, for the brain. Cause I'll just like put it on at any point. It's great. So like when you're working, do you like put it on in your earpieces and just listen to it while you're working? That's actually a great idea. I hadn't thought about that, but I, you know, I do like, I, I've seen it so many times now that like, I can just play it in my head just at will. So it's not a big deal for that. Yeah. Uh, the, the next movie that I'm about to list is one that I have memorized by heart. Like, I know it word for word. I can say it word for word. And there are very few movies that I can do that with. I can do it with The Lion King. I can do it with Emperor's New Groove. Uh, I can do it with, like, a couple of really obscure Muppet movies because my brother watched them continuously when he was younger. Uh, but uh, th- this movie is one that I can do just like that. But it's a little bit older. Uh, it's actually a movie that came out a couple of months before I was born. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I literally grew up on this movie, more or less. I, I grew up uh, a fan um, uh, of the concept and then became a fan of the franchise basically as soon as I discovered it. That movie is Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is my number one favorite movie of all time. I grew up a fan of dinosaurs, and now uh, I'm just a fan of the Jurassic franchise. The third season of Camp Cretaceous is coming out next week on Netflix, and I am freaking excited about that. They've yes. done an awesome job so far. And so uh, it's it, it's um, it's an exciting time to be a Jurassic fan. I'm looking forward to Dominion, and I'm looking forward to Cretaceous Season 3. And anytime it's raining outside, anytime I'm feeling down in the dumps and need a comfort movie, surprisingly, I end up going to Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, it's that was uh, not at all surprising from you, but so delightful because like, guys, just for the record here, this guy basically made me a Jurassic fan. Like I was always... I always loved Jurassic Park. I always, I kind of grew up on it. Kind of was traumatized as a kid also watching that movie. But like always was kind of like this thing that I enjoyed off the side. 
Um, this guy, like his infectious love of just everything Jurassic Park is so, as I said, infectious. And like I can even watch like Jurassic Park 3 and get something out of it because of him. Because yeah. you like we've talked about like this movie is so stupid and so dumb, but I kind of love it. Honestly, I was not expecting to to get um, something out of three until I ended up reading the books. And that is something that we've talked about on IPC before, which is really cool. And, and the best episode ever of IPC is the one oh, where you not. went solo it is and uh, talked about the books in detail. Yeah. It is freaking not. It is no, no. Not. It's the best. It's the best episode. Guys, go listen to that. I'll give you the episode number later. You go listen not, to that one. Do not do that. <laughs> do not. I will disown you, sir. <laughs> We've got our super chats. Woo! We've got our super chats. Cat seventy three in a two dollar super chat, and that rounds out the five for our five super chat raffle. $2 saying congrats on seven years. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for uh, being a part of the uh, show. And so here's what we're going to do. Uh, I've got this thing called the roulette wheel, and it's it's basically just something that um, allows us to uh, come up with custom names and then we spin the wheel and it tells us um who's going to be the winner of the super chat raffle so ben while i'm putting those names together do you mind the chat and making sure we've read everybody's top five i think steven schinder sent us a chat and uh flinner sent us a list as well yes let me go back i see steven schinder who said in no particular order you know how i feel about that steven uh, that steven, don't trigger on, me man. now don't Come trigger on. me live on camera. Don't do that to me. Okay, never mind. I'm, I'll get over it. I'll get past it. I'm going to read his list in no particular order. He says, for me, at this moment of the top of my head, Back to the Future, The Empire Strikes Back, The Fellowship of the Ring, The Lion King, and The Prince of Egypt. That's a darn good list. Another DreamWorks movie that we need to talk about at some point. That is a freaking great movie. Yes. Okay, and then I think I think I've uh, I see Flinner. I Flinner up here, here. Another one that's not in any order, but just not off the top of my head. Another. Okay. See. Okay. <laughs> not in any order. <laughs> like structure, okay? Ben and likes the... you actually do a five, and you put numbers on the five. You have to go by the rules, all right? Even though the rules are not specifically like laid out in any form, we they don't are... actually have rules. You still got to go by them, all right? Arbitrary uh, Ben Hart rules, apparently. The rules but... in my head, all right? Yeah. Um, Here's this list. Terminator 2, Judgment Day, Goodwill Hunting, The Lion King, Before Sunrise, and The Dark Knight. Uh, I think I've seen all except one of those films, so uh, that that's a that's a really... That's a really great list, man. Thanks for sending that in. All right, so here's here's how it works. Um, I put the five names on this roulette wheel, and uh, I don't know if it'll let you see my phone. Can you see that? Is that a glare? Uh, it is, but maybe, it's. Uh, I guess it's an honor system. Maybe I'll take a screenshot of it or something like that. But. Um, since there's five people, there's ten spokes on the wheel, and each person's name is on there twice. So, uh, let me see. No, wait. Hold on. 
Let me make sure I did that right. I think I'm supposed to add more. Add another option, Cat73. Cat73 has officially been added. One, two, three, four, five options. Go to the wheel. Yep, okay. So, Chad, Freddy, Chris Siegel, Kieran, and Cat73 all have spokes on this roulette wheel. And I don't know if you can hear that. Yeah. But it is spinning as we speak. And the winner of our Super Chat giveaway is Toronto Freddy. Whoa, Freddy. Toronto Freddy, you are the winner of Roulette. And the aforementioned prize for that is actually a prize that is currently on uh, on back order right now we're waiting for it to uh, to get delivered to us but uh, congratulations to you freddie we're going to uh, get your contact info shipped out to you as soon as it is available but uh toronto freddie is the winner of our super chat raffle and the prize is a black series six inch tech action figure from the tv show the bad batch which Hell is yeah. very because that's our subject tonight, is yeah. the batch. That's our primary subject. We've been doing all this stuff to kind of introduce ourselves and reminisce on seven years. But one of the things we do is actually talk about a particular topic. And uh, we've got um, a really cool one in store for everyone tonight in the first three episodes of The Bad Batch, including Aftermath, which is a 70-minute feature. Yeah. So um, that that is... Uh, that's actually really cool, and I want to get your thoughts on that for starters, Ben, is... Well, okay, um, really quick, though. Missed something. I didn't get my number one. Are you kidding? I didn't. <laughs> I feel like an ass. No, you're fine. We got the we got the winners, like, right when I was going to say my number one, and we just glossed over it, and it's a wonder I even remembered. Um, so let, no, no, I want to get into Bad Batch, so I'm just gonna get it out of the way, and it's kind of surprising. Um, so for one, real quick, I am omitting Star Wars from my list, I am not mentioning Star Wars because that's boring, all right? Everybody knows Star Wars is number one, it's the automatic number one on any list that I ever create, all right? So I'm leaving it off. All right. You guys know. Plus, I, I really couldn't pick one. All right. I couldn't. Um, so that was my problem. But uh, ultimately, the one I came down to, the number one or number two, depending on how you look at it from a certain point of view, is Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? That movie. Man. I've seen it so many times at this point. I can't Same. even. It's just it's it's the movie like like go to like. If I've got a couple hours, I'm going to put it on. It's just comfort. It's comfort food for the brain. Like, it's so good. Uh, apparently, Toronto Freddy has some very very particular thoughts on Star Wars. And uh, lucky for him, that's the one prize we actually haven't purchased yet. So, uh, Freddy, reach out to us on Facebook. And uh, we'll see if we can arrange something that's a little more up your alley, my friend. But Oh, okay. You- well, we can, we, can, we can make something work. Yeah, sure. We can make it it worked. That's the one prize. The other two prizes are fixed. We've already bought those prizes, so you're kind of stuck with it. But <laughs> uh, 
but that well, was I want that tech figure all right I, I mean, want that thing oh dude I, I I'm not even really much of an action figure guy but I liked the way that looked. I thought it would be cool but we ended up drawing a winner who's more into horror than he is into Star Wars and that's cool that's that, that's part of the well, learning well, and the look, look you want Toronto Freddy one fair and square will make it work for you man it will we will accommodate my friend don't worry Oh, but, people uh, are freaking out in the chat now that I don't have Star Wars in my top five. I'm serious. sorry. I'm sorry I disappointed you. Uh, Toronto Freddy, if you're not following us on, on Facebook, that's probably the best way to do it. Facebook.com slash IPC podcast. And uh, if y'all aren't fo- following us on our socials, you probably should do so anyways. Uh, IPC podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um we got some really cool stuff going on over there. The hashtag BBQ watch really hasn't been used all that much. So go use that hashtag on Twitter and you'll be entered for a barbecue related drawing. There's only two entries right now. We need three more in order to do the barbecue themed raffle over on Twitter. So go use hashtag BBQ watch and tag the IPC podcast on social media. Dude. Guardians is a really, great movie and that's why it's in top five love that movie it's my favorite marvel movie um but i'm really enjoying the stuff that we've gotten so far from the bad batch as well and we're finally getting to our discussion topic we've been at this for an hour and 20 minutes or something like that and we're just now getting to the discussion (laughs) topic that's pretty typical of us not even kidding it really is but let's get into it because there's a lot to break down um you know, just 70 minutes on the first episode, plus the 20 ish, 20, 30 minutes ish minutes we've got from since then from the episode uh, Cut and Run, which was released a few days after that. And then today, as of recording this, we got a new episode titled Replacements. And oh, oh, oh man, that was an episode. If you've seen that, uh, we'll we'll get into we'll get into some light spoilers in a few minutes. If you haven't seen it, um, we'll, we'll try to be respectful. But uh, Zach, I want to throw it to you first because I actually haven't talked to you about this officially. What were your initial impressions of the premiere and uh, what you've seen so far? And I had my doubts at first about having a feature type of premiere because uh star wars the clone wars did that and it kind of sucked if i'm being honest (laughs) fair enough and uh the only other like tv show feature length film premiere i ever saw was the 70 minute feature for buzz lightyear of star command the movie i don't know if you've ever seen Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, like the TV show on the Disney Channel, but it's like a cartoonized adventures of Buzz Lightyear actually working in the Gamma Quadrant of Sector 4. And it was a pretty sucky movie, too. So I had my doubts, but they basically treated it as like one giant story instead of like three miniature episodes. And they told a really great story. You got to you got to see Order 66 their perspective you you got to to see their confusion and you actually see one of their members get influenced by the inhibitor chip and how that shakes up the dynamic of the group um all in all i thought the story really great i thought the visuals were really great i loved seeing tarkin again i loved uh camino and and some of the politics that are going on now that the war is over you know there there's a lot to dissect and far the show's done a pretty good job of it 
Yeah, it's it's tackled that era of Star Wars, which we really haven't explored before, which is this immediately after Revenge of the Sith going into, you know, this this very dark time. We've just we've explored the dark times, but not like going into the dark times. Like how did the Republic transition into the Empire? Yeah. And it's something and this is kind of like the show that I've always wanted. Like we all knew before before 2012, before anybody thought about Disney buying Lucasfilm, like there was always the idea of like, yes, the Clone Wars is going to end someday. What could be the next show? What could be the sequel to Clone Wars? What could actually happen after the Clone Wars? How could we see the clones transition into stormtroopers or get, as we see, kind of discarded and, and thrown away for recruits? I think Bad Batch is giving me and I think a lot of people that exact show, the show that I really, really wanted, which is showing it purely from the clone's perspective mm-hmm. and giving us this really grounded, real, very dark at times approach to this era that I wasn't even expecting. And I, I won't get into it just yet, but like there's some really dark stuff that happens in this third episode that's like I didn't know they were going to go there. Like it's really bad and then the first episode just sets the tone and, and the way you see Palpatine's speech and all this kind of stuff where 66 goes down and and Caleb Doom and all that kind of stuff like that was just totally unexpected and an amazing surprise but also a very dark turn I think the bad batch because I was like a lot of people I was like okay what why are we doing the bad batch like I like them as characters in that first arc I thought they were neat but like building a whole show around them really is this really where we want to go and i was as skeptical as anyone but going to this i think this first episode really solidified like this show like getting to the point of like showing you why this show exists yeah the reason the bad batch or what we were doing is like they're like the only clones in the galaxy besides captain rex that don't know you have record going what's order 66 like they don't they're so confused they're confused like everyone else they're possibly the only clones in the galaxy that aren't affected by this um and even one of their own is affected by this so like going into this i think it's perfect to like get this from their perspective because if we just got the perspective of a random clone like we just like hey yeah empire like it's giving these guys a chance who are kind of these like rough and tumble like we don't play by the rules we're this shady group and type or whatever you really don't know where their morals lie they actually are contrasted and you're actually they're forced to be like really heroic because they're put up against this empire which is extremely evil if you know right off the bat killing all the jedi Mm -hmm. and i think through that 70 minutes like i grew to love hunter and wrecker and all these guys because they really stepped up and it's like you know, they weren't just like, oh, we don't care. We don't play by the rules. It's like they have morals. They have grounds. Like when they're told to kill the Jedi, they're like, wait a minute. What is this all about? Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. I love that they turn them into characters. And then furthermore, you get into Omega and all this kind of stuff. It's just it's way deeper than I ever expected it to be. And we're just three episodes in. Yeah. So here's here's my hot take, if you will. All right. Just the Bad Batch. Then this show doesn't work. But by including Omega, yep. adds some depth to the show that the Bad Batch arc and the Bad Batch storyline didn't have on its own. You now have like, 
like a young person that they have to look out for and care for. You are seeing the galaxy from a young person's perspective while also seeing a war going on around them. You have a little bit of mystery shrouded around them. You've never seen something like a female clone before or something like that. But essentially, you're you're getting all new storylines and all new character dynamics by throwing in somebody that is somewhat similar to the Bad Batch, but also completely not like them in every sense of the word. Right. That's what's so fascinating. She's like the opposite of the Bad Batch. She is part of the Bad Batch. She is the fifth member, truly, but she's nothing like them. And it surprises them, but she's like just drawn to them. She's like, hey, you're like me. Um, even though she's a, you know, a, a little girl, and she's full of, you know, this optimism and all this, you know, curiosity and she's nothing like them, but she's put with them. And, you know, as you see in the second episode, like they're trying to figure out like what this is. Echo is like, why do we have a girl with us? Like, what are we supposed to do here? And ultimately it comes down to like them being this force to step up. And yes, the whole idea of like, you know, mercenaries or like tough guys having to take care of a cute baby it's not a new concept in Star Wars. Yeah, I get that. But I think this is different enough. And I think I like this idea of like what basically four dudes and a baby basically, you know, yeah. doing this doing this thing and trying to take care of this thing and, and really opening them up to like how deep can you get. And I think Hunter specifically has already gotten so deep and so so heartwarming and, and him kind of opening up and, and kind of unlocking some, I don't know, parental stuff within him because he's just this tough guy that's that's you know been bred to blow things up and stuff like that and then track or whatever he does you know now he's facing this enormous challenge of of raising a kid and taking care of her and that's the thing that you see in the ensuing episodes both cut and run and replacements you're seeing hunter kind of take on not just a leadership role but also kind of a father role or a foster father type of role and that adds some depth to both characters, really, because great in wartime, but what is he in the parent dynamic? And this is probably one of my favorite components of the Clone Wars so far, uh, of, of Bad Batch meeting Clone Wars, is the cut that they made in Episode 2, going all the way back to Season 1 of the Clone Wars, bringing in this one standoff, standalone episode and a way to circle it all the way back to Order 66 and beyond. Bringing back Cut Laquane and his oh. family. Holy crap. I, I didn't see that coming when the show was first announced, but now that I'm seeing it, it makes total sense. And when you throw Omega into the mix, it makes even more sense because now you've got a clone is a parent teaching a bad batcher how to be a parent. It's freaking genius. It's it's perfect. Um, I wasn't as surprised as some people because I kind of saw the writing on the wall. It was kind of you know cut and run. They kind of they kind of spelled it out, and I was I'm reading some spoilers to like too, so I kind of ruined it for myself. But like ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, seeing that and going back to that and like the deserter is like genuinely top five 
episodes of Clone Wars of all time. Like it's incre- it's an incredible episode, one of the best of the entire series, and it, you know, the character of Cut Laquane and and how much he has an effect on Rex when he first meets him and all this kind of stuff, and opening up the idea that clones do have a free will. They they aren't just bred for war. They can have a choice and sub- have have someone be a conscientious conscientious objector to the war and saying I. I don't want to kill for a living. I just want to live my life and have a have free will. And him doing that and now putting into this, it, and it's really it's really sad. It's really sad because like this is the end of that now. This is this episode shows them like the empire is coming and now they have to go. They have to leave their from Harmstead and go elsewhere and and run from the empire and you know abandon everything that we came to know at that farm on Salukamai. And you know it's great, but also contrasting that with like. And and having Hunter kind of see like oh man this guy's you know the, and you know he's a he's a great dad like he's 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 everything I'm not and that's why he convinces himself oh, you you gotta take her you gotta take this kid off my hands like you're you're clearly cut out for this I'm not you understand where he's coming from but he's, it's not the right choice he's cut out <laughs> for that I did not plan okay. Oh, just for the record here, I do all the time unintentional puns because this is also the Intergalactic Pun Coalition podcast. Um, and uh, I do un- intergalactic unintentional puns, and uh, sometimes they have to be pointed out to me. That's what you keep me around for. Just saying. Uh, Chad did make mention that uh, Cut actually showed up in episode 10 of season 2. I mentioned that it was in season 1, so I apologize. Thank you, Chad. And thank you, Chat, for such an awesome time. A reminder that uh, we're we're about to enter the barbecue-themed raffle. We're actually going to do the raffle during barbecue, which is coming up in just a little while here. We actually have gotten the hashtags to be used. Chad has entered his name into the ring. And I believe Blazed R2 is Toronto Freddy because he used a Nightmare on Elm Street uh, hashtag. Um, uh, or, or if Toronto Freddy already won a prize, though, do we enter him in this raffle as well? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm inclined to try and give it to somebody else because he's already getting a pretty cool prize. But yeah. on the flip side... Both Sean and Jade have entered the hashtag. So there's a good chance that we may be sending this barbecue prize up to Canada too, damn it. Like, like <laughs> damn Canadians. The hashtag BBQ watch on social media so that we can kind of even the playing field out a little bit. Uh, I'll, I'll put everybody's names in there. Once we get the to Canadians bar- are coming here, they're taking our prizes. We have to build a wall. Between now and barbecue. You watch. I will just go ahead and include your name. It doesn't have to be just five. I'll put Freddie in there. I'll put Sean and Jade in there. I'll put Chad in there. I'll put everybody in there. As long as you use the hashtag between now and bar- barbecue watch, I will include you in the raffle. So just go do it right now. Hashtag BBQ watch. I'm following the hashtag on my phone right now. Go do it. Do it. Um, but um, I I liked the the firefight that happened at the end of Cut and Run as well, Ben. Uh, it showed just how far the Bad Batch was willing to go, like how far they had come in such a short amount of time that they're now fighting off their former brothers just to be able to escape and stay alive. It's 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 really crazy how much changes in such a short amount of time on this show. Yeah, the the how like I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't 
I was expecting like a good fun show that like you know opened really big. You had the seventy minute thing. Obviously, a lot's gonna happen. Tark is gonna be there. Saw Guerrero is gonna be in it. Like it's gonna be epic. But like the rest of the episodes, maybe something happens, maybe not. Maybe it's just kind of fun adventures with the Bad Batch. Like it has been anything but that. Like it has been like really heavy like storytelling beats and stuff happening very very fast and by the third episode you're like wow the plot has moved by much quicker than i ever expected and we're getting stuff that i never thought and this it's really surprising like you know i was expecting to us all to already be on the oh it's filler look at the filler episode <laughs> and it's not that at all like Every episode has been really, really strong. I think especially today's episode was very, very strong. And so, like, all this to say, like, I think this show is is really shaping up. Yes, I am sure we'll hit a snag. There will be an episode out of the whatever 14 or 16 that we're getting that won't be, you know, to the top in quality. But, like, so far, the the editing, the the dialogue, the, the animation has been... It's just been amazing. Yeah, I, I've enjoyed everything that I've seen from it. And I, I actually got to like really, really look forward to something coming home from work today. You know, um, sometimes uh, sometimes my girlfriend comes over after the end of a work day and I get to look forward to that. But for the most part, when I'm going home on a Friday, I'm just looking forward to the next episode of The Bad Batch or the next episode of WandaVision or something like that. Like Fridays have been with new television for me for the last couple of months now and i've really enjoyed it and that's continuing with the bad batch uh really quickly before we get to barbecue watch last segment of the evening um let's talk about this episode that debuted today the replacements uh they basically end up stranded on a moon and you're doing like this back and forth looking at what's happening with crosshair and then what's happening with hunter and the gang and kind of like a comparison contrast on the way they do things now that the war is over, you know, yeah. what is, what is crosshair shaping up to become? What is Hunter shaping up to become as we deal with the aftermath of the clone wars? And it's been fascinating. Yeah. I, I love what they're doing with crosshair because they're setting out to be such a tragic character and someone who it could have easily been just like, Oh, he just believes in the empire. He's just going along with the crowd and, you know, he he is in on it. No, he was forced into this. Not only was his chip, you know, malfunctioning and but partially working, but they've also reinforced that. And, you know, and Omega senses this. Omega's like, I know what you're about to do, you know, and I, you know, and she feels sympathy for him. I love in this episode, they're like, they're like, you know, Wrecker was like, I miss him. And I'm like, yeah, I, I love that because like Despite the fact that, like, they, like, Crosshair was, like, this shady guy, and he was kind of a jerk sometimes, he still was their friend. He still was someone they cared about. And despite everything, they're still, like, having compassion for him, and Hunter's, you know, doesn't, isn't mad at him. He says he's mad at himself because he let him go, and he feels like they're a team, and they need to be together. I love that. So I think we're heading into some really heartwarming territory, and hopefully something not heartbreaking to, uh, a resolution to Crosshair's predicament. Ooh, see, here's the here's the tough part is, you know, Omega basically kind of did some foreshadowing saying like we're going to get back to him. Like that's going to be part of this season storyline is they're going to try and figure out a way 
to sneak back to Camino or or you know go somewhere where they know Crosshair is ending up. And with Tech's research of the chip, you know he was kind of doing some research this episode on board the shuttle uh, with with Hunter's desire to go back. Like all of kind of come into a point where they may end up trying to kidnap him and perform surgery on his inhibitor chip to see if it changes his personality. And, you know, Omega's promise, Hunter's resolve, Tech's research, they're, they're doing all of these things to set up the eventuality that they're going to find a way to reunite and try to help their comrade. Yeah, yeah, and I like, I like the whole idea because, like, we've seen in the trailer that they're going to meet Rex, and Rex undoubtedly is going to tell them all about his experience and the fact that Ahsoka rescued him. And then he's probably going to mention how basically five saved his life. And that was a big thing for Echo. And there's going to be a lot of feels there. And uh, yeah, the, there's, there's feels coming, guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like like Rex's experience of having the chip removed and like the the experience of, of you know, what's that going to look like compared to uh Crosshair's like experience losing the chip like there's a lot there's a lot that's still on the horizon and there's only it's only been three episodes and yet they've been really really fun episodes um out out of these three i really enjoyed aftermath for the the simulation that live fire i enjoyed the deep cut that they made with cut laquane and cut and run and in this one the final scene the climaxes of each scene we have to talk about Crosshair leading the mission with the Dark Troopers before we close oh tonight. Oh my god, did you see that scene coming? I did not. I really did not. For one, I was not expecting enlisted troops to have the better mentality. Like, I thought that Crosshair would have some compassion, but to to get so dogmatic as to say good soldiers follow orders and then follow through with what he followed through with I was speechless at the end of that, that sequence. And then even more speechless at how great the storytelling was by looking at how Omega refused to fire the blaster while Crosshair didn't hesitate. Yeah, that, like, the whole idea of, like, it basically proved, like, Tarkin wrong. Because, like, Tarkin's like, oh, yeah, these guys, will, will our loyalty will, like, you know, totally serve us well, and it'll be better than clones. Like, Crosshair is, like, the ultimate, like, we got an order. We got a thing. Like, this is, like, they had consciences, and he shot one of them. Like, it's just crazy. It, the it, it, What's funny is nobody mentioned what happened to that trooper, you know? Nobody really made any kind of mention one way or another, and they were just like, yeah, he he, he died on the mission. But nobody yeah, talks about. I, I think I think they're like, oh yeah, Crosshair will like shoot us in the back if we say anything to Tarkin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chad says that final scene in the barracks with Crosshair hit me in the feels. He's back in his old barracks, but he's with a new team and he's got a new situation. Like you tell that he's probably a little conflicted, but his resolve to follow orders is kind of superseding anything else that he's feeling right now. And hopefully that changes whenever he has the chip removed. And he's, he's got a Bucky Barnes with your soldier journey to go on now because he, after he gets the chip out, 
he's going to start realizing all the horrible things that he did. And he's not, that's not going to sit well with him. And that's going to be, again, more feels. It really is. And, and I am kind of ready for it, but at the same time, I don't kind know if of I, not. I wasn't ready for this episode. And, uh, like the, the scenes that happened in the, in the end of this one. And I don't know how ready I'll be for the next one, but overall, I would say my rating of these first three episodes of the Bad Batch is like it was it would probably be like an eight out of ten for aftermath and then like a eight point five and then a nine for replacements. Like it just keeps getting better so far for me. Yeah, I would I would actually give Aftermath a nine. I'll give a cut and run eight point five. It's up there. I'll give this this new one a nine. Like it's been like I can't, I'm like I I'm having trouble like finding things to complain about. Like the only thing that like really like bugs me is like oh yeah the canon thing with like Kale of Doom. Like even that's like I don't care. It's Kale of Doom. It's it's that's cool. Like you know it's it's like you have to nitpick to actually like find things that are not good because this show is just firing on all cylinders. Well, and whenever the show is finally finished and we've got the entire season to look at and evaluate, we'll probably do another review of it here on the That'll show. Be nice. Like when when you have a a, a all perspective of the season, you you get a more encompassing view. And uh, I think I think overall it's had a pretty solid start. And I'm just hoping that it keeps getting better. Yeah, absolutely. I, I have very very high hopes and expectations for the rest of the show because like these three episodes like just like blew me away so like i'm like what is gonna happen next very true okay i think it's time for the ipc trivia question this is one other raffle that's very easy for people to win but it's only winnable for people that are participating in the live chat so uh this should be interesting um it's one question and it's it's just person to answer it wins the prize and uh, what we're going to do is we're going to send them some swag over from our t public site um, tpublic.com slash user slash IPC podcast for anybody that wants to go and get some of their own they can um, but we're going to send them some IPC swag maybe a long sleeve shirt or like a, like a travel mug or something like that something with our logo on it as you all know we've been talking about it off and on for the whole show we're celebrating seven years today this is our seventh anniversary episode but on what day what day did the very first episode of IPC debut? What day was our inaugural episode? We need we need the month, we need the day, and we need the year. You can do it Canadian style, you can do it American style, I don't, I don't care. But you, you have to say something like January 1st, 2000. Obviously that wasn't when our first episode was, but what date was our very first episode of IPC. If you so hadn't looked this up, I'm not sure I would know this either. <laughs> I I only know because it keeps showing up in my Facebook memories. Yeah, yeah, me too. Keeps talking about like the throwback Thursday, your time hop type of thing. It keeps going back and reminding me. But yeah, what day... What day did the first ever episode of IPC debut um so people in in the chat need the day the month 
the year, and it looks like Steven Schinder got it right. I was going to say there's only 365 to 1 chances that you got it, and I think you got it. And Steven Schinder with the date of May 10th, 2014. Phantom Empire, Sean typed in 1967. Oh, wait. <laughs> nope. That time Oopsie. the Leafs won the cup. Oh, crap. Uh, May 14th, 2014 is a good guess, Flinner. We're just celebrating it a little bit out of order. Um, but it was actually May the 10th of 2014 that was our very first episode and we have done at least 320 plus since then so uh see, as long as you haven't moved i think i've still got your mailing information from the last time <laughs> we sent you a prize i sent him his own copy of zombies last year <laughs> and i think he still hates me a little bit for that but Steven Schinder won the IPC swag raffle of May 10th, 2014. That was when our very first episode happened. And now we're having our very first episode on Phantom Empire. And it's been a heck of a lot of fun. This has been an amazing night, dude. An amazing night, an amazing chat, amazing people, amazing fun. Like, it is so great. I am I am super stoked about the stuff that has transpired. I am I, in I don't awe, you, but great night. I'm in absolute awe of this and the the amazing technical just wizardry that Sean whipped up to make this look so amazing and make us look good and that's hard to do. Um I will say <laughs> And then also just all of you guys in the chat that came out to uh, listen and also watch because you can do that now. And see? Uh, yeah, you, can you see me? Can you see me? Um, but man, this is this was amazing. I, I, I want to do this all night. And uh, but I can't um, because it's already, it's already 1130 on the East Coast. Sean's ready to go to bed. He's had a hell of yeah. a day. Yeah, Let's I feel bad. Our final set <laughs> of night. Let's go on to our final segment of the night, and then we'll do our plugs talking about both platforms, IPC and Phantom Empire. Um, we're not going to play the music. We're just going to go into it because we've got stuff to talk about it. Uh, it's time for hashtag barbecue watch. And Ben, mm -hmm. lead off with uh, with your barbecue story from your vacation, and then and we enough players that i'm going to uh do a raffle for our barbecue themed uh stuff that we're doing and we still need three more patrons if you're interested in the big prize if it doesn't happen tonight we'll do it next week until we have enough patrons for this but we need three more patrons in order to do the big giveaway patreon.com slash ipc podcast uh Go and become a patron at any level. I'm going to drop it down from the $7 level that I said earlier. Any level is fine. Just become a partner with us on this adventure. If you've enjoyed the show tonight, please consider financially contributing to what we do. It helps pay for some of the stuff that we're doing. We're going to get webcams so that I don't look so choppy next episode. Um, we're going to do stuff to try and make the show even better. And we do that with you guys' help. So patreon.com slash podcast. If we get three more patrons by the end of the show, we're going to do the big giveaway tonight. If not, 
we'll do it in two weeks. But Ben, after you tell the story, we'll do the raffle for the barbecue winner. Yeah. So as I said, um, I was on a little vacation recently. Um, finally got out to actually do like an official vacation because I haven't been doing a lot of that lately um, with the way the world has been. It was nice to uh, you know go out and see some stuff. And our first stop was I don't know if people know this, but uh, I don't know how much do you know about the Amish? How have you ever like seen Amish in person or anything like that? <clears throat> uh, I think so, but just for those who who haven't, let's let's give some context, shall we? Right. So the Amish are like the biggest concentration of them is like Pennsylvania. It's called Pennsylvania Dutch country. Yeah. Um, and for those who don't know, they're like people that don't use electricity and dress in like. 19th century clothing like they're straight up they go way back and they're kind of a very superstitious people and and they're really fascinating they ride around in horses buggies they don't use cars and they live in like communities with normal people and it's just this kind of thing and so we ended up going to I think it was northern Indiana where there is a high, high concentration of one of the biggest populations of Amish in the world is in Indiana. And so one place we went and you will go in normal shops and whatever and there's Amish people there. Like they're they're part of the community. There there's nothing different. And there's very large like like off ramps and like shoulders for the road just for their buggies. Like the whole system and infrastructure is designed around them. Like it's crazy. There's there's hitching posts outside every single shop and restaurant and business to accommodate them. Um, it's pretty crazy. But where I went was a place that I can't remember the name, but it was like it was a restaurant that was recommended to us, and it was kind of this home owned place that had a bunch of just stuff stuff on the menu. Not necessarily barbecue, but just like a, a, a smorgasbord of things. We got in there and it was Amish people running the place. I don't know if it was owned by Amish, but it was run by Amish people. And I got the barbecue chicken, which was kind of a chicken breast thing, smothered in barbecue sauce. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um but first I guess does it qualify as Amish barbecue? I feel like it does. I want to say I ate bar Amish barbecue food, so yeah, that's what I want to say. Amish barbecue. Okay, well, the real question is, like, how was it? It was pretty good. Pretty good. I'm not going to say it was the best barbecue chicken I've ever had, but it was pretty good. Okay. Like, on, on a scale of, like, like maybe mainstream, barbecue or even compared to your barbecue like what what kind of comparison would you give like what's it closest resemble um it's it's kind of i would say it's towards the middle like it's kind of it's kind of hard to compare because it's like like it's not like smoked it's more like kind of grilled chicken and with oh. barbecue sauce on it okay. so it's not it's not in the same realm so it's hard to kind of describe it but uh you know it is technically barbecue so uh i had to mention it but then from there we went on to chicago and michigan and a bunch of other places then we came back to gatlinburg tennessee oh 
And we discovered this place called Calhoun's, which is, if you're familiar with Gatlinburg, it's on the south end of the street. And it is a straight up like barbecue sit down restaurant. Um, been by this place a hundred times. Didn't really know like I had heard of it, but it was recommended to us. Went there. It was darn good. I actually again had something kind of unconventional, but still barbecue. I had a barbecue cheeseburger, bacon cheeseburger thingy. Had cheese bacon smothered in barbecue sauce. Oh man, this thing was good. This thing was really good. And uh, also, uh, other members of my party got uh, we got some ribs, we got some pulled pork, and it was all around. I highly recommend it. If you're ever in Gatlinburg, check out Calhoun. It's a really good place, and uh, they were very nice, great service, great food. Awesome, man. I, I need to travel and experience barbecue outside my state obviously i've been to some of the hubs like the dallas area the austin area san antonio like i know where some of the better barbecue in texas is but trying to find stuff like in kansas city and and tennessee even mississippi like i've had mississippi style barbecue obviously but uh, to to experience it in different places is definitely something that i want to do like a barbecue tour or something if you will yeah, so, yeah, that, and and on your barbecue barbecue tour, you've got to go to Seattle because they have the best barbecue, right? Exactly. It's like in the top three rated barbecue in the country, but I don't freaking get it. I don't. I look, really and the New Orleans is number one. All right, I live very close to New Orleans. I've been there close to a million times. I couldn't take you to one barbecue place in New Orleans. I've never eaten barbecue in New Orleans. Why would I eat barbecue when there's freaking seafood and Cajun food and everything you possibly want? Why would you want to eat barbecue in New Orleans? I don't get it. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. Who made that list? We need to, they need to be burned to the stake. They need to be barbecued themselves. They need, they need to be barbecued. Wow. That got dark really fast. Very, yeah. All right, I'm very upset. All right, this has pissed me off. Yeah, well, that's why I listed it was to make fun of it because <laughs> I have relatives in Seattle, and Seattle food is so different. Their Dairy Queens don't even have tacos. What? Yeah, like every Dairy Queen I've ever been to down here in the Deep South has like a three taco plate. But out there in Seattle, the Dairy Queen doesn't have tacos. So I don't trust a place where their Dairy Queen doesn't have tacos. I just don't. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, also, really quick, I should mention before we move on. Um, Sticky Fingers, which is not too far away in Chattanooga, Tennessee, is a really favorite place of my family's. We also stopped in there the other day and had a good meal. And uh, I've talked about Sticky Fingers actually several times on the show. This is a small little chain around that area. And, uh, yeah, if you're ever in the area, check them out. They're good. Melissa says, your state is scary, Zach. Too many snakes <laughs> and spiders in Texas. Texas is the Australia of, uh, of the United States. Uh, you're, you're, you're not entirely wrong. <laughs> like, there are some people that make that comparison um, from Australia. They're like, they say that Texas is just Australia East or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. We've got dozens of different kinds of venomous snakes. Uh, just, we, just uh, need to put that meme in there, Sam Wilson. He's out of line, but he's right. Yeah, it's, it's true. 
It's true. But I mean, at the same time, it depends on the part of Texas you're in. I'm in a very metropolitan area where we get very few snakes and stuff unless you're out by like a like a river or something. Um, but it's it's still pretty crazy out here. We've got scorpions and snakes. and Oh, God. Like we've got really big predatory animals, too. Like the the native animals exhibits at our zoos are filled with things like eagles and falcons and jaguars and coyotes and things like that whereas the native animals of other places is like um it's like turkeys and roadrunners and beehives and crap like that and i'm like man times like this i really do enjoy being in texas yeah the 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 biggest thing we have to worry about where i live is alligators there's like a billion of them here i think they outnumber people but uh you just stay out of the water, and they don't bother you. So, like, it's not a big deal. Like, a cougar could just attack you in your driveway. Like, it's bad. That's that's kind of crazy. <laughs> you've got you've got middle aged women hunting you down when you walk out to go to your car. <laughs> it's getting late, guys. It's getting <laughs> very late. Oh yeah, we're we're at that point where it's time to to maybe wrap things up, which means it's time. <laughs> For the uh, for the raffle winners, uh, we we made a last call and uh, we got a couple more last minute submissions. I went ahead and put Colonel Freddy in there, but I swear if he ends up winning two raffles in a night, he's not getting entered for anything in the future. Um, but we we've got um, we we've got one last raffle to do, and the winner of this raffle is actually going to get a uh, barbecue sauce sampler pack from a brand that both of us really trust that we find its authenticity to be very very certain and um it's a brand called stubs i I don't know if many people have heard of it but it's a brand that we know that we trust and it's being shipped here so there's no take backsies on this one it's a four flavor sampler pack of stubs legendary barbecue sauce and the people who have talked about ipc tonight or have used the hashtag are uh toronto freddy Sean, Cat73, Chad, Jade, and Chris Siegel. So those are the people that are going to be entered in this giveaway. And I've got their names on the roulette wheel. And it is officially spinning right now. Hear the click, 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 click. Yep. And the winner of the sampler pack... Is Mama Jade? Oh yes, Mama Jade wins the sample pack of barbecue sauce from IPC. I was hoping for the celebration music to come back out again, but I guess <laughs> late to the trigger. Ah, it's all right. It's late. It's even it's even later out there on the East Coast, so we probably need to close this thing down. We didn't get our quota for patrons on Patreon tonight, but that's okay. We got people engaged on social media. We got people engaged in the live chat, and hopefully we've convinced people to come back for more fun in a couple of weeks um, when we do another episode of IPC. We'll continue this Patreon giveaway because it's a pretty big pretty cool prize that's already been bought so we need people to keep coming back and we need people to keep subscribing right now we've got 
two patrons. We're looking to get to five, hopefully more than that. But uh, we're we're hoping to uh, to do this giveaway maybe on the next episode of the Intergalactic Peace Coalition. But thanks to everybody who participated in the other three raffles. Stephen Schinder, the winner of the IPC swag. Toronto Freddy, the winner of the Super Chat prize. And Mama Jade, the winner of the Barbecue Prize. So, Ben, overall, I think this has been a really freaking awesome night, and I'm sorry to see it close down, but yep. all good things have to come to an end eventually so that we can have fun again two weeks from now. I'm telling you, man, I, I wish I wish we didn't have to wait two more weeks to do this again because I am thrilled, seriously. Like, I'm, I'm not, like, I know this is podcasting, you guys see us hype things up and do stuff like and and maybe it seems fake sometimes but this is real guys seriously i am just thrilled that this is happening and could not be happier with how this turned out um thanks to sean for may helping us make this happen uh thank you zach for being here with me for a hundred and Three hundred and twenty-four episodes. Oh my! And uh, here's to three hundred and twenty-four more, and here's to seven more years, and uh, hopefully keep doing this. And uh, we finally got an upgrade. It's amazing, and we've got an amazing audience tonight. I hope each and every one of you can uh, find a way to come back in a couple weeks, and we'll be doing the same thing over again. I don't know what we'll be talking about. I'm sure it'll be awesome. We've got a lot of stuff on the table. We've got a lot of stuff coming out recently. Um, movies, TV shows, whatever that we have not talked about. Um, one of Justice League, Falcon Owner Soldier. I'm sure those things we will be getting to very as soon as possible. So uh, yeah, definitely tune in for that and and whatever else. We also do like to do you know throwbacks. Back to the Future I think is probably going to be one of the the next ones we go to, and I'm thrilled about that. And who knows what else? You know, you, you guys, if you ever have a what's something that you want us to talk about hey just tweet at us whatever say hey you should talk about this and maybe we'll like hey let's do that so like we're we're very uh we're pushovers we'll, we'll take we'll take suggestions hey you guys know our socials now because you've been hitting us up on social media so go find us on facebook twitter and instagram at ipc podcast go find previous episodes on ipc podcast podbean.com that's where our full slate of episodes prior to this one are located uh those are all the uh audio only but it's okay because it's pretty awesome content and yeah thank you to everyone that the celebrate seven years tonight it's been awesome um we've got swag at tpublic.com slash user slash ipc podcast we've got previous episodes on different podcatchers like uh, apple Podcasts, google Podcasts. Previous episodes can also be found on StarWarsUnderworld.com. And for all the new episodes, you can find them right here on Phantom Empire. There is uh, shows like the Rick and Morty show that's on on a regular basis. Phantom Empire Live is on twice a week. There's pop-up shows. There's patron shows. There's all kinds of awesome stuff happening on this channel, not just IPC. But we are very excited to be a part of the mix. Ben, where can the folks at home keep up with you personally outside of this show? Well, they can find me on the social medias at Ben Hart with no E, exactly as it sounds, um, on uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that kind of stuff. And I have been actually been posting some uh, pictures and stuff like that from my travels, and there's some pretty awesome stuff. And also, I went to a Marvel exhibit, and I posted a bunch of that. I've still got actually 
several more things to post. So, yeah, follow me over there. And, uh, of course, um, the Star Wars Underworld at the SWU. Uh, each week, Thursday nights, 9 p.m., Channel 1138. We talk about the latest Star Wars news and a whole lot more. We've also got uh, Podforce 99 right now happening, and we'll be recording that actually tomorrow for the newest episode. And that'll be out later, uh, actually, on Monday. So uh, that'll be awesome. And then at Culture Slate, we're doing a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff's happening, and uh, I'm involved in a lot of it, and it's breaking my brain sometimes, but it's amazing, and I'm so excited for that. So definitely go check out at Culture Slate at the SWU, at Ben Hart with no E, and yeah, guys, this is amazing. You're doing barbecue and like family business stuff on top of all of this stuff? Apparently. Goodness, man. Apparently. When do you sleep, my friend? Uh, the the the, like, question, the answer is I don't. Read you see these day. eyes. You see these eyes. You think they sleep? Mm, probably not. And yet we get to see those eyes every two weeks. <laughs> uh, for me personally, you can find Zach the Voice wherever social media can be found. I'm literally got that brand across the board. So uh, Facebook.com/slash Zach the Voice. Zach the Voice on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Chat, mo, uh, Twitch, like Discord, just about everything. Uh, you can you can find Zach the Voice at all of those different places, and you can find me back right here on Phantom Empire. We're also doing a program on Thursday nights. It's Phantom Empire Live, immediately followed by Fandom News Now, which is a news program that I host. So we're not trying to compete with Ben and the SWU. We're just trying to offer a little little variety of other programming so if you're looking for some uh quick hits new stuff then you can check us out there on thursday nights but um man all good things must come to an end but that means that all good things will be starting up again in just two weeks dude happy seven years thank you for putting up with my crap for seven years and i am definitely excited about what kind of crap we're going to be throwing at this channel in weeks, months, and years to come. I cannot wait. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Sean. Thank you to all of you guys watching and listening and showing up and supporting us and donating your time and your money because we got patrons tonight. We got super chats. Yeah, this was beyond words. Amazing. Cannot wait to do it again in two weeks. We'll be right back here on a Friday night, two weeks from tonight, with all new content and all new fun. But for now, for our producer, Sean, and for Ben, I'm Zach Arnold. We'll see you back here on Phantom Empire in a couple of weeks. But until then, good night, everyone. This podcast is sponsored in part by Benjamin Hart. That's me. And yours truly, Zach Arnold. And by participation from listeners like you. So let's tune in to another episode of IPC. 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 The Intergalactic Peace Coalition Podcast. All the galaxies. All for you.